Welcome to the Fuck It Energy Series, my loves. This is a very special guest series in the Essence Show and Podcast. Let me just be really clear to start off. Fuck It Energy is flow energy. When we talk about this flow and the feminine flow and being able to tune into your energetics and the balance within you of the masculine and the feminine, what that really means is releasing this grip on how things have been up until this point, letting go of the pressures of the external expectations, and really redefining the way that you want to be showing up and creating success for yourself. In order to do that, you need to start going against the status quo. That is just the reality and the truth of what we're living in, the, the reality that we're living in. And so that is where the fuck it energy comes in. It's permission giving energy for you to take a step back from what you've always done, especially if you're like me and you have lived and achieved in the past under the good girl trope or under the people pleasing conditionings and narratives. It is time for you to take that step back, reclaim your God-given power, and say, fuck it. Taking on this fuck it energy from a place of reclaiming your own inner sovereignness, your own inner power, your own inner resilience, and writing your new story. So when you release the invisible cage of these old narratives, of these societal conditionings, of the limiting beliefs around work and success, you free yourself from the hustle, from the burnout, from playing small, and you really step into your most authentic and aligned badass self. And what happens when you do that is you become freaking magnetic to everything you could ever want. So this is where you say fuck it to the pressure and you start to choose pleasure. Pleasure. And that is exactly what we're going to do in this series. So for each episode in the series, you're getting a co-host. This is someone who has harnessed the wisdom of the masculine and the feminine energetics in their own lives and has implemented it across all sorts of different areas, whether that be career, relationships, sexuality, health. These are all real women, real humans who have chosen to disrupt the old narrative in their lives and reclaim this narrative for themselves, reclaim the way that they are working towards success and creating that success in every area of their own lives. So this is about to get deep and be super freaking powerful. Are you ready? Welcome to Essence, the show and podcast. Essence is the intrinsic nature or indispensable quality of something, especially something abstract, which determines its character. Here, we're diving deep into the essence of your energetics, unleashing your inner superpower of divine feminine energy and creating sustainable balance through the healed, healthy, and aligned action-taking masculine energy. Get ready for vulnerable conversations, flow frameworks for aligned productivity, and cyclical living inspiration for reclaiming your energetic balance. It's time to say goodbye to hustle scarcity culture and hello to pleasure, intuition, and flow. Pleasure is your purpose, and it's time to harness the universal law of balance, activate your energetic success code, and unleash your true epic and magnetic essence. I'm your host, Feminine Flow CEO, Time Freedom Lifestyle Curator, and fellow goal getter, Olivia Heine. It's time to embody epic essence. Let's dive in.
Before we dive into the episode today, I want to briefly introduce our very special guest and give you a few little Virgo housekeeping things, getting us organized cosmically, energetically, spiritually, physically, mentally, all the things. So first and foremost, make sure you go ahead to the description below in the podcast or in the YouTube show notes and get yourself on the wait list for the Energetic Success Studio. This is going to be the space for you to tune into your energetics code, to uncover and activate the wisdoms that are already within you, learn what your custom blueprint is for balancing the masculine energy within you, for taking action, for being in alignment, for executing on the goals that you want to create in your life externally, and then also balancing that out with the with the aligned feminine energy, with the flow energy, with being in tune with your intuition, with knowing how to let go and how to have fun and let yourself be led from a place of pleasure from your heart center. So this studio has lots of different intricacies that you'll be learning about very, very soon. But if you get your name on that wait list, I send you an email right away that goes deep into all the details that I know you're dying to know about. So make sure you get your name on that wait list below in the description. In today's episode, there's a very special guest who's joining us. She is going to be talking to us about happiness, finding fulfillment, getting out of a job and a career path that was no longer aligned for her, how she followed her intuition, um, and also about her relationship with sex and shame, her upbringing around what was allowed, what wasn't allowed, and how she shifted really from going from this place of the femininity is bad, the feminine energy really rejecting that in her life to being very heavily in her masculine as a way of coping and protecting and making things happen for herself. And then coming back to a place of healthy feminine energy, balancing that out with healthy masculine energy within all these different areas. So I cannot wait to dive in. If these topics are resonating with you, stay tuned, keep listening, because you're going to get so many nuggets of wisdom in this episode. Let's go. Okay, welcome back to another episode in the series, Bucket Energy series, essentially. I keep wanting to say podcast because it was meant to be a podcast, but we pivoted directions. It wasn't aligned anymore. And one of the things that I was really excited about for this series is to have my little co-hosts with me. And the people that I've been inviting on up until this point have all been people that I know in my life who I have a lot of conversations with about all of the stuff that we talk about here from the masculine to the feminine energy to how we live our lives, how we create success. And today I have one of my best friends joining me from university, Miss Paige. <laughs> and we have had a lot of ups and downs and journeys together. You've had a lot of ups and downs and personal, your personal journey with the masculine and the feminine. So we're going to be talking a lot today about just kind of what that journey can look like, how we can be so much on one side of the spectrum, how we can move very much to the other side, and then how we kind of find our happy medium and all the other things that kind of end up happening along the way as well. We're going to talk about your career and how you made shifts in that and really finding fulfillment and alignment in life, as well as sexuality, sensuality, and really reclaiming our own inner feminine energy and power through that, because that has also been a huge part of your journey. So welcome, my love. Why don't you just do a little quick introduction? Let people know what what's up. What's up with me? Yeah. Uh, so my name is Paige. Um, I don't really know where to start in terms of what my vibe is, but as <laughs> Olivia had said, like I have gone through kind of a shift in terms of career. Uh, so we can dig back into that later. But um, I was in car sales for a while. Um, and now we've taken kind of a major shift um, because my fiance is starting his own electrical business. 
So I'm getting my accounting certificate, uh, also, which we can tie into everything For sure. later, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm just living life. I have a dog. His name is Leroy. It's kind of cuddle right now. And a fiance named Walker. And that's pretty much my life. That's pretty much your life. Yeah. <laughs> and there's been a huge journey of you getting here. And yes. also, um, one of the things that I was just thinking when you were sharing is like, you're like, yeah, this is just like my little life. And this is like literally your vibe. There's just like, you're just a ray of goddamn sunshine all the time. It took me a minute. It took a minute. We got hard now. <laughs> but just like the way that you're framing things, like there is really just such a sense of like, yeah, like this is work. Like life is working out for me. Like things get to work out for me. I'm on the right path. And like, you're really owning that for yourself, which yeah. is so cool to see. Which has not always been the story. Not but. always been the story. So why don't we start there? Why don't we like take it back in time? Because we were talking about this earlier and we talk about this stuff all the time. And that's why I'm like, hey, we need to talk about this in a space where other people can hear what we're talking about. Um, but kind of like going back to the beginning and we'll go through the journey of like being really rejecting of the feminine energy or the feminine in general in our lives. Yeah. Like us meeting, being in this like very heavy masculine phase, like you and me both. Yeah. And then kind of like our journeys and your journey specifically of really reclaiming like your power, your energy, your femininity, like all of this stuff right now yeah. in your life and all the things that will obviously tie into it. So like, let's go back to the beginning, like where it all started, where it all started. So I can spark notes the journey. Let's do let's, it. Let's just do that. Cause people watching don't know me. So <laughs> but we want to know you. We want to know you. <laughs> So basically, I would say I was born and raised pretty traditional Christian family, white picket fence kind of vibe, thought my reality was what the world, the way the world worked essentially. And then something happened. My parents got divorced and I realized that the way that I had grown up wasn't actually a normal situation. And Mm -hmm. there was like a bit of abuse and things going on there. So anyways, I went into like a totally fuck it. I hate men face. Like it was a long phase. There was a lot of, a lot of buckets in that. A like it was, it was men and beyond. It was just like, life is too short. Life is too hard. We're just going to like push through. Yeah. Yeah. And it's interesting. Cause that's when I met you and you were very opposite to how I was at the time. Like I was like still relatively shy. And I think also like I looked at you and you were just owning your shit yeah and that's what it looked like from the outside and you were yeah but at the same time we were both like acting out this very heavy masculine energy in different ways different, very different ways and and you went like very much to this like fuck this fuck everything like yeah. I don't need but you I'm independent but in a happy way like very totally. positive way and that's what I was gonna say thank yeah. you for bringing that back it was like in a way of like I'm like gonna said, make my own happiness I'm gonna make my own happiness don't need anyone else yeah and the other side of that a little yeah. bit and correct me if I'm wrong, but like this, put your head down and push through and yes. like, just don't make acknowledge it, anything. Make it work. Yeah. It was in the mentality of like, push through. Yes. I don't need anyone else in almost like a negative way. I was being positive and, and I'm looking at life positively, yeah. but I was like, I wouldn't let anyone help me. Wouldn't like rely on anyone else. And I never would have seen it that way at the time either. Like when when we talk about that and that like and I looked at you and I met you and I was like damn like this girl has got it together like she's yeah you were <laughs> yeah, just owning your time. shit and, like yeah. whatever you wanted like you just kind of did it like when we were talking about dating and things like you're like nope yes like there was just such clarity in that and then on the other side like it's interesting to talk about it now and to be like yeah but like 
I also wasn't looking at a lot of things. Like I, I know was I was a defense either. mechanism. I was like, if I don't let people in, in a certain capacity, yeah. they can't hurt me completely. But then I didn't realize that I was still letting them in regardless. Right. <laughs> right. You can't win. You, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it was kind of creating then like a bit of a, a barrier, a barrier and a giant say? like wall. Yeah. Yes. Of getting the things that you actually wanted. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So moving on then. Where we've had the like kind of rejection of the feminine at the beginning, like very traditional, like you said as well, like shame around sex and sexuality as well. And like, this is how you should move through life and like marriage and kids and like those in that phase, no storyline, storyline in the beginning of the storyline, no kids, no husband. That was when at the very, no, not at the very, yeah, when I met you. So like we have the initial like childhood phase and then we have the. I'm really heavily in my masculine as a means of like, I'm thinking that I'm owning my feminine, but I'm like really just kind of like being a boss bitch, but in a way that maybe isn't fully open and aligned and honest. No, yeah. And that was the, I don't need no man. I don't want to have kids. There's no way I'm ever going to get married. Yeah. No, it wasn't even an option. Like I was going to drive a big jacked up truck. I was just going to scare men with my giant rims and tires. And that was that. And there work we a killer job and wear power suits. This was Which you, you did actually live I did. life. We you did live this life. life. I did. So do we want to talk about that? Because I feel yeah. like that is the transition it's into the middle. now. Mm-hmm. That was the, so I did get a job. This when I started selling cars. Uh, and I think I liked the selling cars because it gave me like the power, like in the sense that like, I'm trying to sell someone something. So like I control the game of like the narrative of like, it's just like a power dynamic and then like I would kill it at work and wear high shoes and like wear these outfits and just be like fuck men kind of vibe and it was just like it it was a phase but then the wall came crashing down because of course you can't live life like that yeah it's it's not sustainable it's exhausting yeah so then a lot happened to me within the workspace yeah and do you want to talk a little bit about like toxicity kind of thing yeah if that's a fair definition or word I would say like even so the car business has a bad rap for a reason um and I try to like be a light and like try and change things because you don't need to scam people and be shady and treat women like garbage in order to sell cars so I tried to change that and of course one person cannot change the world and that's why the wall came crashing down and I got over kind of overrun so the workplace wasn't a great environment to begin with you were really you were really bringing in like your sunshine energy of like I want to like have a good a good environment a good vibe a relationship with the people that I'm working with and you really just like got hit with a lot of roadblocks like everything was truly a challenge uh yeah in a very short amount of time and when things happened that were out of your control just like as a few examples, like with clients or whatever, you didn't really have the support in that space that you not would at all. have required. And they like, it's almost like I didn't realize that everyone was slowly sucking parts yeah. of me. Like I slowly, slowly lost like my fuck it. I'm the like boss ass bitch that I am. And, and it almost like made me go to the point that I was like, we were low. Like yeah. we, we were like the opposite. We had no confidence. Like it sucked everything and not just the car business, but that. It played a large role, For I sure. will say. Yeah. In like just sucking all my energy out. Yeah. And I mean, it's very like very masculine dominated in general. Yeah. Very masculine energy and like the selling approach 
Yeah. And also then like a rejection, like you walked in that place. It was a constant battle. Yeah. I had to fight with the people to get the sale. I had to fight with my boss to agree to let me do it the way I wanted to do it. I had to fight with them to respect me. I had to, it was like a constant fight. Yeah. And in my, at the beginning, cause I had that, that vibe, it was easy because it was like, no, fuck you. Fuck you. I'm yeah. doing this. Yeah. But eventually it eats at you. And my problem was yes, I could keep going with this like strong masculine, like fuck you energy. But I said, it's going to turn me into a person that I don't like. Yeah. Like it will make me not soft. It will make me jaded. Yeah. And that was like where I kind of hit rock bottom because I realized if I keep fighting this, I'm going to be someone that I don't like. Yeah. And so I let it win. And that is, well, you actually won in the but end that's but I, I let it hit me yeah I sat with it you did yeah. you did and that is an incredible self-awareness and I think that that's truly the turning point so before we go there though like it's such a great example of like you going in in what we think is like a feminine boss bitch energy of like yeah I got this like pants slay. Suit, high heel sleigh but a lot of times that's like a mask of the masculine the actually right the masculine actually right so it's yeah. like I'm performing what I think is expected of me in order to basically survive in this environment. And there's that part of it that's out of our control because we can't control necessarily like how other people are showing up and their conditioning, et cetera, et cetera. But then like the awareness that you had is what is this doing to me? And like you said, I love how you said, you know, I'm not going to be soft anymore. And I I wouldn't. That's the, that's the inner feminine light of like, I want to feel happy. I want to feel like I'm enjoying life. I want to be be me and not feel like I have to put on this this armor all the time just to fight my way through the day. And I did notice that too, like just being in the car business, watching the women that are like kick-ass and so successful, the shit that they have to deal with and like the person they have to become to constantly fight with like this energy. I just looked at it and I was like, good for you for one, good for you, but I- I don't want that. Like, I yeah. can't do that. Would you say that that kind of archetype yeah. is an example of not being in your feminine? At all. I wouldn't say, yeah. I wouldn't say that's in the feminine at all. No. Yeah. It's just like, you have to become like a bitch in other words. <laughs> like you do know you do. Like in order to survive in that industry, yeah. you have to become a bitch or it'll do what it did to me. Yeah. And it just eats you up and everyone comes to you because you're like, nice and and they come to you and it just slowly just like therapist you're their therapist and it just eats yeah yeah I'm not doing that no but I'm also not being a bitch so we're we're stepping away <laughs> yeah and again such amazing self-awareness where you're like this isn't serving me anymore yeah and there was a lot that you had writing on that yeah and then lot. and then then you stepped away yeah without getting into the nitty-gritty of it I basically laid my cards on the table said <clears> this <throat> is what I want if not, see you. <laughs> right. And we stepped away. Yeah. And then what happened? And then now I live in where I live in yeah. my house with my happy dog. <laughs> and my nice little man. And yeah. And you got your, like you got, I mean, you always talk about like the sparkle. Like it's not even, it's hard to explain. I don't know if anyone else understands, but it's like inside, like here, I feel when I'm myself, I feel like you feel it in there. I don't know if that makes any sense to totally. anyone else but and it for a long time like I would say a couple years it, it wasn't it was gone like I was like constantly searching for it and I didn't realize that like maybe the thing that you think is what's keeping you you is actually making it worse mm-hmm. I don't know if that makes any sense totally and so what do you think kind of was a big thing or a big way of getting that back because I think a lot of people watching are probably 
in similar situations where they're not feeling fulfilled or they're not feeling in alignment with what they're doing. But, you know, I've worked so hard. And like I said, like you had a lot riding on the job when you walked away, like there was a lot lot. of loss, so to say, like financially, financially as well. And so, yeah. How do you, how do you come back to that when you're in the situation where it feels kind of like, like in my head, I see like walking on a tightrope or like trying to like hang on to two sides of the cliff and like the cliffs are like moving apart and you're just like trying to keep it together yeah and it's exhausting so how do you move from that space like what do you think the shift oh, was that's for a you? Tough, that's a good question I don't <laughs> I don't know honestly I think you have to go with your gut I think that's the root of the answer yeah. as long as your gut is like aligned as as clear, and self-aware your yes. connection with your gut but like I think you have to ask yourself who do I want to be and what do I value most about myself and my life? Mm -hmm. So to me, like, even when I did quit, like I said, like, do I, am I upset that this is how it came down to? Yes. But like, I value my relationship, which is, is putting some sort of a strain on. I value like my happiness, huge strain on that. Like there are so many more, like things that are more important to me than like the financial aspect Mm -hmm. to a point, like obviously, but, um, I think you need to ask yourself what is most important. Yeah. Because you know, like, you know, yeah. And if something's sucking your energy, you need to just get rid of it because I held on for too long. Yeah. And it's the energy (laughs) leak. And then it's like an energy, like dam that breaks. And you, but you're scared. Like you're scared that it's, you're going to regret it, but like, yeah, you can always go back in a different direction. So I think just, just do it. Totally. So it's really like, fuck it. Okay. We're going to get to that. Um, so it's really just like taking steps in alignment with like your gut and your intuition, like, okay, this doesn't feel right. So what does feel right? And then one little step. Okay. And then what does feel right? And, and that's what brings you back essentially to fulfillment. Cause that's always what your intuition wants for you is for you to feel that sense of, yeah, alignment, fulfillment, ease, peace, enjoyment for life. Yeah. And I just want to say like, again, something that you taught me, um, is like to, really lean into your gut like you yeah. are the queen of just going yeah. and following your gut like there were some things <laughs> that you did at university like <clears throat> decisions that you made or people that you broke up with or got together with and I was like holy shit like she made that decision literally from one minute to the next yeah no one knew about it and she just did it and such yeah. a great example of like you building and having that connection with your gut and then just doing it yeah and knowing like this is what's right and of course, there's like all these other things you, around you, it and you're in that you process, know. but you know, you always know. You always know. Mm-hmm. And good. Yeah. We like our little gut. We love the gut. We you know what though? Sometimes we don't like to listen to the gut. <laughs> Sometimes our intuition tells us things and we're like, absolutely not. Yeah, like, like, that's scary. Don't want to do that. And then you ignore terrifying. it and eventually. It gets bigger yeah. and bigger. And I think that that's a great example of like the dam breaking. Yeah. In this situation. Yeah. Yeah. So part of this journey is also like the reclaiming the reclamation of the feminine mm-hmm. and in doing so and a big part of your journey for that on a personal level has been the sexuality the sensuality yes. which was a big narrative of no that's not okay it's taboo it's shameful guilt all of that stuff yeah. growing up early on um which a lot of us can relate yeah. to <laughs> and then also the reclamation which I think a lot of us can relate to where we still don't talk about a lot of things we still don't feel comfortable with a lot of things and not to say like you have to do things you're not comfortable with but bringing in these concepts as and I think you put this so beautifully before as a part of life not like a separate like add-on that you kind of like 
go into when you're in that moment of intimacy or whatever and then you come back and you're like okay now this is normal life like it's all one so what do you like I don't I don't want to like make you share anything specific but just like maybe just sharing a little bit of that journey like in terms of like masculine to feminine or just in terms of like I mean I think reclaiming your sex yeah reclaiming your sex your sexuality and your sensuality because that is that is a huge part of bringing the feminine energy back into your life like we can say you know practicing your connection with your intuition is how we start bringing the feminine back yeah and just like that you know reconnecting with your sexuality is part of bringing the feminine back 100 percent. yeah um so if we do the journey thing again so childhood (laughs) super christian so sex wasn't really talked about other than the it's for a man and a woman who are basically the wife just submits and you don't talk about it parents don't talk about it yeah that's like very faux pas almost yeah um so then world came crashing down to me it wasn't really like necessarily I'd say even a big part of life like I I don't think so anyways I would just like kind of going through my thing and if anything I used it as like a confidence thing where it's like I would like dress sexy and do all this but not in a way that I was like I'm gonna be vulnerable yeah with sex yeah and intimacy it was more in a like I'm hot so that I feel like I don't go in the corner and cry you know so interesting. yeah again like the armor <laughs> Yeah, like it just was like, not even that I'm saying like, I'm hot. It's more of like the energy of like, totally. we're going, like we're dressing sexy. You want to feel confident. You're going out. We're talking to guys. Like yeah. we're like, but we're not necessarily being like, I'm going to put myself in all these situations where like, I'm like exploring lots of things and all of that. Totally. Like more in like a guarded way, but yeah. yes. Um, And then a lot happened in my like sex journey my sex life and I actually found out that I have vaginismus which is like a major part of a lot of things that happened in my life and I don't people probably don't know what that is I think a lot of women have it and don't know because I had it and I didn't know and it's not talked about Uh, but basically it just is like a tightening of the pelvic floor spark notes version from a non-doctor and whenever you try to like insert anything or have sex like it just tightens and causes you like excruciating pain and there's different levels like you can have it mildly but it's a trauma response where your pelvic floor in your body basically is like no go mm-hmm. um so that was a lot <laughs> realizing that I have that and having to like work through okay like how do I kind of like make sex like a positive part of life when it hurts and it's not fun and it feels like work and I constantly have to think about it all the time um And it was interesting, like trying to like shift that back to being confident because not having sex, like it's an important part of your life and feeling like you're like broken and you're working on it and you don't know what to do and no one's talking to you about it makes you feel completely insecure to the point that like, I couldn't like, if I watched a movie and like, it was kind of like sex themed, it would give me like severe anxiety because it was just like, I can't do that. And I feel inadequate, Mm -hmm. which is like it was a like it's a lot you don't understand how important it is but also that being said I feel like it opens a very positive space for you to like come back from that and like appreciate things so much more and I'm currently like we're in the journey of like claiming things like for myself like Mm -hmm. trying to make sex like a part of everyday life and like and make it feel safe and make it feel safe that is also the most important thing so even with vaginismus the whole reason that it happens subconsciously no matter your past or what you've had happen 
is that you don't feel safe. So like creating that, that environment. I mean, I had a super supportive partner, which makes it very different. Like Mm -hmm. it, it would be different for someone at like that maybe didn't have a space or was single and trying to date. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we're coming back. We we're putting in all mm-hmm. the steps, but. And okay, let's tie that back in because yeah. like we've had the conversations about like how you're doing that. And it's so awesome because it's, it's small. just like, we're it's starting small. small. That's it's small, but I think that this is exactly what we need to be talking yes. about because it's not like I changed my life, my life overnight. No. Okay. Also, it takes a long time. <laughs> I like, I tried to be like, it'll be fine tomorrow. Like, especially cause that's like my vibe. I'm like, everything is fine. We are going to look at that. That was, pattern. that was your yes. pattern. And then I was like, you know what? This isn't working. I can't be like, everything is completely fine. I need to do small things. Mm-hmm. So I started like wearing crop tops again because I felt like I was trying to make myself small. And this is all happening in alignment with like things going wrong at like the dealership and, and just like the world I felt like was making me so small. Yeah. So I'm, like, I'm going to wear crop tops. I'm going to wear crop tops and let myself feel safe and comfortable in them. Yeah. Small things. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? I'm going to try and like talk to friends about it a little bit more or like not be so like hush hush about the things. Cause the whole reason that women have this is because no one talks about it. Right. Like I, I was like Googling it and I'm like, what is this? Like, yeah. Cause the nurse was like, it's probably this. Cause we had gone through like, what is going on with me kind of thing. And if I hadn't known, I wouldn't have even gone to the doctor. We would have all been fine. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, yeah. But again, it's not talked about. Not talked about. On top of that, like it's actually the result or the manifestation of other issues like, at, at the yes. core, right? Like either conditioning, how you're trauma, brought up, trauma, conversations, past. messages around sex and sexuality Lots and what's allowed things. and guilt and shame and all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. And then you're in a situation where you're not necessarily in a safe environment to talk about it or it's not talked about. Yeah. And then I think we also have like, I think your story is a great example of this, like these two spheres of it where it's like, just go out and like sleep with whoever you want. Like absolutely nothing wrong with that whatsoever. But it's like, what's the intention and the energy behind it? And is it coming from this place of like, I'm looking for validation or like, I, I, like I'm doing it from a masculine energy of like, I need control because that's like, again, a coping mechanism from something that happened in the past. Or is it from this place of like, I'm reclaiming this for myself and I'm doing this to be connected to me. And like the whole womb space, like the um, sacral chakra is, is the feminine energy. And when that's not flowing, like we can't bring what we want to bring into the world, like creations, show up to work, show up to relationships, like we're blocked, like our energy is blocked. And that's, that's the confidence. Like if yeah. we can't be confident in within ourselves, how are we going to create anything externally? A hundred percent. And I think that like that loss of control is kind of what shifted that. Like a lot happened. Like I was also in a supportive space where it's like, I felt like I was like, oh, I don't constantly have to like push through and be the man yeah. and, and like overcompensate almost to feel like fulfilled and like like I had value yeah um and I think like letting go of that control like once I could accept that in terms of like the vaginismus journey and like everything then I did shift into the feminine and almost made it's like the safe little nest where it's like yeah that like no matter how much I tried like when I was in my masculine state I couldn't get over it because I'm like push through it'll be fine like sure whereas like when I finally was like you know what I'm going to start small. I'm going to wear crop tops, do these tiny things. It was like, there's a safe space for you to just like do tiny things. Yeah. And it just like fix itself. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, it's just, it's so interesting. Like, and you literally, I was yourself by shifting out of the, like, I need this to work and it yeah. needs to be fixed. 
and like, why isn't this working for me? Yeah. And then to like, how can I actually, just as, sit with as it. basic as it is, sit with it and just like love myself through this. Love myself. And that was honestly the whole thing. It was like a confidence journey, like yeah. from being like super overconfident to a point that you're not dealing with your issues to realizing, oh, there's some things there to crashing, to having no confidence. And then to slowly building it up in like a really positive, like, I, I feel feminine space. Like I, yeah. I feel like, like all the good qualities of feminine. And like, that's so nice to be like in a space where you're just like, I'm, I'm happy with like being soft and like being like loving myself and like being emotional and like crying sometimes. And like, it's just yeah. so nice to not be like, I can't cry. I'm letting yourself be taken care of. Yeah. That's a big one. Yeah. <laughs> too. It's like, yeah, I can cry. I can express my emotions. I can yeah. myself because there's also other people around me who get to hold me as well. And that is also like, I feel like not to make it about like relationships, there are lots of different relationships and ways that you could do this, but like finding someone that like kind of put me in my place and was like, Paige, you don't have to do this. You can ask for help. And like me being like to everyone else in the past have been like, you can't help me. You can't help me. Cause then I owe you. And like, I'm not, I don't need you kind of mm-hmm. having someone be like, page and like just like picking at it like page page <laughs> let me in I will help you and it's just like it allowed me space to be like oh life doesn't have to be this hard I don't yeah. have to do this by myself yeah like oh, I was like so now I'm just sitting here <laughs> just like I'm just living I'm like wow life yeah. is so much less exhausting no and I love that you made the relationship comment because it's true like yeah when we come from especially as women being very much in our masculine. And then we bring that into relationships. And I know that for myself. I mean, that's a huge thing that I've been working on. Um, We come from this place of like, I can do, I'm doing it all already. Like I'm doing the masculine. Maybe I'm kind of doing the feminine from time to time. A A little bit. Yeah. yeah. Um, And then we want to attract in a heterosexual relationship, at least a male partner. And it's like, we're doing all the things already. And we're not allowing ourselves to be taken care of. And then we're upset that like, he's not taking more of an initiative or that or he's like not, he's not more measuring up. Yeah. And it's like, you didn't let him measure up. You tried to over, like you took the space for him to be masculine away from him. Yeah. And then you're like, well, why isn't he doing this? Well, you're not letting him yeah. like you're, you're over, like you're making him feel small. Like mm-hmm. it, you, it's just, and not that you have to be one way or the other, but it no. is nice to be in a dynamic where it's like one can care for certain aspects of things. And mm-hmm. the other one can be like, okay, well, like I'll hold like the emotional aspects of things or like, you know, it's, it's interesting. Yeah. Who would have thought is all that I'm the girl who said I'm never getting married. (laughs) Who's now getting married. I'm getting married, but you know what? It takes the right person. And it takes, I think the right for you to be at the right place. Yeah. And that's, and you did the work. Like, I, I did do the let's, work. Let's, we made it sound like that. it's like, yeah, yeah it was like, easier. It was not. You have been doing the work and that is why Every you've day. attracted yeah. the life that you have now, the partner that you have now, the yeah. relationships as well in your life, like outside of just Walker yeah. and and your where your life is going with your yeah. career and your job and all of that as well. And I would say also like one thing is like, I've never allowed space for anything else kind of like, even when I was in any of the phases, I would say like to a point I would like let things happen but like I never created space for someone to treat me bad or like and that's one thing like I was very aligned on like you this is how you make me feel or even with the the work like the dealership it's like I got to a point and yeah it went for a long time but I realized like and that's only because I was in a low spot Mm -hmm. like if I had been in a higher spot I wouldn't have taken it but you kind of have to not allow the space as it's a lot 
easier said than done, but you can't allow the space because I truly believe if you're like, nope, don't treat me like that, then people won't treat you like that. You teach people how to treat you. 100%. Yeah. And the energy leaks as well. Like giving them the space to do that. Like you, like you were talking about this with your dog, Leroy, earlier today. You're like, if you give him a centimeter, he will take it. Like, <laughs> no, he takes a mile if you give him a centimeter. <laughs> you're like, and it's the same thing. Like if you're going to let your energy leak anyway in any area, I guess. Yeah. Like be prepared for someone to grab for more. Of it, no, they, they will. And that's, I think from the beginning, I learned that like, okay, the world isn't the way that I thought it was. And it's like, you need to own it or the world will own you. It's yeah. kind of what I learned. And that's what pushed me into masculine. Yeah. And, and then I learned that there are lines and you can have like, <laughs> there's like more, it's more of a seesaw, not such a like, like moral, polar edges. Mm-hmm. And like, you can respect yourself, have confidence, not let people take advantage of you and still be soft in. Totally. You You're don't, creating and not reality. at war always, yeah. which is like, that, that was a great revelation. I was like, wow, life doesn't have to be so hard. Yeah. Even though it seems really hard sometimes. And that's okay. <laughs> Again, like ebbs and flows, but like yeah. you are creating your own reality and yes. the beliefs that you choose to have and the way that you choose to approach things. And then the decisions that you make that are in alignment with your gut and your intuition it makes life easy. It in does, the sense but it because seems, you're... this seems made up. Like, you know, when you, when you talk to someone or you hear someone when you're not in it, talk about this mm-hmm. and they're like, you know what? You just have to like manifest it or like ask for what you want and it'll come. Like it sounds made up, but it straight up does. Like yeah. if you do not let people treat you like shit, then good people do attract, you do attract good people. Yeah. And I mean, bad things happen. It's not like world is perfect, but yeah, that's part of, that's part of, again, the ads and flows yeah. learning experiences. Like, it's and not sometimes like full, those full things birth. happen as well to like, you're not listening, get out of the situation, like yeah. make a change. And it's like, when are you going to hit that 100%. point where it's like enough is enough. And that's exactly what happened. Even you. like if you're in a bad relationship, like obviously people like, for example, me, like I don't let people treat me like garbage, but I've been in relationships where I have been treated like garbage. And to a point, like I do let it go, but you also need to recognize, no, you can't treat me like this, either yeah. change or it's not happening. Mm-hmm. And then like, when you start to do that, eventually, like you do attract good. Yeah. And you attract people who wouldn't even think that in the first place, because you're not even in the belief system or the mindset of, yeah, it's okay if that happens. It's like, yeah. absolutely not. It's like, no, it's not. Yeah. Life is too hard. We don't need to surround ourselves with people that make it harder. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> so true. Okay. So let's wrap this up um, okay. and just do it by I just want to make sure we talked about everything because there's so we many went all over the place we did we took people on a journey yeah hopefully they didn't Welcome. get car sick <laughs> um but let's talk let's wrap it up with the fuck it energy like the okay. fuck it energy just to reiterate it's not a like fuck you to the world or like no. fuck this or anything fuck it energy is essentially flow energy it is the feminine energy of things because we're taking off the pressure we're saying yeah I don't need to make this harder than it has to be I don't need to be in a place where I'm pushing and forcing like how can I just say fuck it yeah. And be in that energy a little bit more and lean back, trust and surrender. So yeah. what is a fuck it energy theme for you in your life right now? In my life right now? Well, I would say like the whole job thing is mm-hmm. probably what's sitting on the forefront. Like yeah. I just was like, you know what? We need to trust that this is going to be okay. Fuck it. Step back. And it's just also interesting because like going through life, like when you do allow yourself to kind of lean into the feminine, like the world takes you on a totally different journey than you thought. Like Mm -hmm. who would have thought that I would be at home getting my accounting certificate when I wanted to like be corporate and crush men. Like, it's just like so interesting that it's like, you know what, like you don't have to be constantly fighting. Like, why don't we do something that you're good at and let's like allow the space for you. So that's my like, 
like it. <laughs> well, thank you so much for doing this with me. I'm so excited for everyone to hear your story and your journey. And who knows, yeah. maybe there'll be another, another one for next year's page. Yeah. <laughs>